Welcome back to another episode of Purely Awesome Dads. I'm one of your co-hosts, Justin Proust, along with... Jeff Haberly. How's it going, Justin? Good to Dude, be here, man. Jeff, great to see you again. Love this show. So excited to be here. So today, guys, we're going to talk and kind of leverage what we did last time. We're going to talk about not only the stuff we shared with you, but like how do you actually incorporate it into your day-to-day life? So not just buying it, putting it on a shelf somewhere, but like how to physically use it. And so last night, so my son, uh, his name is Seth, is huge into the there's a new show on Netflix called Cobra Kai. Okay. Karate Kid oh, loves I've it. Seen that. Yeah. <laughs> loves it, right? So it's kind of like that dad son bonding moment. So last night, I used, and for the last four nights, I've been using the hypersphere that I talked about last time. And we watch an episode together, and I use that as like my routine. I sit on the floor and use that, and he watches, and we kind of talk and watch the show. So when we start today's episode here, what I really want to hit on is that like the techniques here that we talk about and everything that we use incorporate it naturally into your life. So I got to accomplish, you know, time with Seth. I got to get some good stretching in. I got to get to watch a show that he enjoys. And uh, afterwards you feel pretty good. So, you know, kind of four things accomplished in a half hour, not a bad uh, way to spend your time, I think. Yep. Yep. No, exactly. And that uh, kind of touches on, you know, some of the previous subjects with you know, time management. Right. And then of course the tools and resources we talked about last week. Um, and I'm the same way, like in the evening, you know, and we're, Maybe after dinner and kids are kind of winding down. Maybe I want to kind of wind down you know, myself and I don't watch a lot of TV, but you know, maybe there's something on um, that I want to watch, you know, while, while I'm stretching and, and, you know, foam rolling. So I know last week, you know, I introduced the uh, kind of the foam mat, the, the yoga mat, uh, fitness mat, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's, it's a thicker one than a lot of yoga mats. So kind of starting my day off in the morning, you know, that's what I use for my, like my dynamic stretching, kind of laying on my back, doing all different types of stretches. Maybe we'll do a demonstration <laughs> here in a future episode, should, yeah. but, um, and it, it's really, you know, you're, you're moving your, your legs around, walking them over kind of windshield wipers is, is one of them. Um, getting on, you know, doing the, the arched, uh, bridge, you know, kind of, kind of off, off your back there. Um, really just warm me up your body. And that's for, for me, it's about 10 minutes approximately kind of helps wake up my body, you know, get my blood flowing. Typically I'll jump right into that or from that into, you know, doing, doing sit-ups. Now do you do, uh, do you just real quick, do you do like full sit-ups? You do like, uh, you know, crunches or what, what do you, what do you do? I I do, I usually do full sit-ups. Um, and then, you know, sometimes throw some V-ups, you know, into that. There's all different variations And, and starting out. I mean, I was terrible at sit-ups, you know, maybe a few years ago, maybe I get, you know, 10 to 15 in and then be like, okay, I got to take a rest or, you know, do some else for it and come back. But, you know, as I'm kind of recovering, catching my breath from that, I'll do the, the slack block that we talked about last week and that balance board. Um, I get on that to kind of catch my breath, but also, you know, it gives me about a minute to kind of work on my balance and kind of ankle, you know, stability. And then I'll jump into, um, push-ups and that's still using the mat because the hardwood floors, you know, I mean, I, I can do push-ups on hardwood floor, but sometimes I'm doing like plyometric push-ups where I'm actually, I'm actually like jumping push-ups, right? <laughs> so yeah. you don't want to do that on your hands on a hardwood floor. I mean, oh, or tile or anything else. Bring, oh, that would hurt. Wrist. So that mat comes in handy as multiple, you know, purposes, right? And then uh slack block kind of between push-ups and sit-ups and then the pull-ups as well. So I've got, you know, the, the pull-up bar in the hallway that's got basically four different positions, you know, for chin-ups and wide grip pull-ups, close grip. But it's kind of working all those different tools in together. And this is all, it takes me probably 30 minutes or so to do, you know, this, this whole routine. Um, and that's just been my, my go-to every morning. So that's, that's fairly easy for me to fit in kind of before the kids get up or even, 
even between like making lunches for the kids, I'll do sit-ups. So I'm kind of going back and forth, but you're just fitting it in right to, to your morning, morning routine. That's different, you know, for, for everyone. Um, but for me personally, with, with the kids, that's kind of what, what works well for me. Well, that's awesome. And see, one of the things that you mentioned there that I think people don't take into consideration, like I didn't really think about it at first. So like I, when I originally started doing this, I was reading a book that you recommended to me called Primal Endurance, right? Yeah. And in there, they had talked about setting those goals, right? Of not only for running, but also doing some of the calisthenic stuff and, and you know, your body weight stuff. So I set a goal originally of doing 100 pushups a day. And it's very weird as you get better at this, what you find is that, you know, you can do upwards of 200, 300 a day and it's crazy. But if you break them up, like you don't do them all straight away, but then when you come back, like if you get it five minutes, right. And you say, okay, I'm going to max out. Like you were talking about there. When you've done this for a couple months, you can hit like 40 pushups and it, you know, and, and do it right. It's pretty powerful. So don't feel like when, you know, when you're doing these things, don't feel bad about breaking it up, right? You don't have to do them like a lot of when you go to the gym and you see these guys, you know, I got to do 40 reps, you know, and then take a break and 40 rep. No, you can take a 20 minute break, whatever, and still do it. You get the same effect I found. Um, and it's, it's a lot more useful rather than just sitting down and focusing and doing one thing. It's, it's not, you're just fitting all in it. And you're right about, about the pushups too. That was my goal, right? About a year ago was, uh, you know, this was kind of, along with the 100 runs and 100 days over the winter training we talked about before. Um, you know, last year, I, every year I'm kind of adding on to it. So last year I added, you know, when I try doing a hundred pushups as well. That's what um, makes it awesome. See that, that, I mean, you're really right. maximizing your time, right? Anyway. You're not, you're not just sitting back, you're taking advantage of that. And at the end of the day, you found it relaxing though, too, which is weird, right? Like if you think mentally about it, it like, it, it's, right. it seems counterintuitive to everything. It's almost like the food right. pyramid, right? You learn when you're growing up, like this is what you should eat. And then like, you start learning about nutrition, everything else you're going, mm, actually, <laughs> that's <laughs> not correct. I guess flop the other way around. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's almost like the inverse and it's, it's weird. Upside down. Yeah. Right. And so, right. you know, I think really important stuff here is, you know, tailoring it for you. And I know I keep mentioning this, but it's really right. important because if you prescribe exactly what someone else is doing, it may not work for you. Like Jeff's routine, like he is a true ultra marathon runner. Like he'll just go out and run forever right i've never been that way i can do like three four miles and after that i'm like eh, i don't know if i like this so much. <laughs> yeah um but then we get together we can go hiking you know 20 miles so it, it, you don't don't worry about like what's everyone else is doing focus on what your goals are like for me when i get up in the morning my goal uh is to enjoy and set my mindset that that's kind of where my head is at. So it's not just about like setting the intention to work out. It's more about setting my mind up for the day for success. What I try to do every day is, is something that I really enjoy. So like for me, I'm really into my Peloton right now. I'm, I'm totally a snob in that. I'm not nice. gonna lie. There's some days where like the night before I'm like, I'm going to go run five miles tomorrow. Right. And I wake up and I'm like, Hmm, uh, my body's telling me I shouldn't do that today. So I augment, you know, what I was going to do and maybe I'll do a full like workout with, you know, the sit-ups, the push-ups, the, um, squats, the, the burpees, all that kind of stuff, you know, instead to kind of make up for that. So the, the other kind of piece I'd like to hit on is just make sure you listen to your body when you're doing this stuff, because even though you may be, you know, like if you're really anal retentive and you have to have a schedule, your body doesn't have a schedule. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that right. Jeff, right? It's yep. true, right? Like no matter what you mentally want to do, your body sometimes says, you know what, uh, we're not doing that today and listen yep. to your body because otherwise you hurt yourself. Absolutely. And, and that's a great point. And I've, um, you know, learn that over the years too. It's, it's to listen to my body more and more. Cause I used to just basically wreck my body. I mean, I would literally go out, you know, maybe 75 mile hard, you know, bike ride, like a group ride on, on a Saturday. 
And then I turn around the next morning um, and go do like a four or five hour, you know, climb up, you know, Mount Lemon or something, right? I've literally done, you know, 10 or 15 minute runs in the morning, if that's all I can squeeze in. And then I'll go in the evening or afternoon or whenever I have, you know, more time and do the other, you know, 15 minutes. So if I'm trying to, you know, get 30 in a day, something like that. To that point, like one of the things that I've been doing during COVID here, like, I mean, I've been remote literally since March. During the days, if I don't have to be in front of my computer, like talking to somebody or doing something, I'll take the calls and I'll just go around. I've got a lake over here. We'll go on walks and do all that kind of stuff while, and I'll be listening and participating, but I won't be, you know, sitting down and doing it unless I absolutely have to, just to kind of get that exercise in and also just keep my mind fresh. Instead of sitting in front of your computer for so long, like when I eventually go back and travel again, I'm going to take many more breaks and I'm going to go, you know, do things because I found that every time I do that, I come back a lot more refreshed. And even if I just walk around the house a little bit, you know, take a break for five minutes or whatever, or talk to Kelly or when the kids were here, you know, do something with them. It's really helpful. Like I like that stuff to me, because the piece that I think, you know, we've, we keep hinting at, but not like nailing is like the mental piece of this is like 90% of everything. When we talk about health here, the, the mental component of that is like, if you're not having fun, so like at the evenings for me, like when we were wrapping up here, like one of the things I try to do is um, I try to unwind in the evenings, right? Like I used to a few years ago work after some of the kids would go to bed and I come back to my computer and stuff. I have a hundred percent stopped that now. Yeah, no, I, and I'm, I'm still working on that part of it. I, I've been terrible. That's one of my, my bad habits is, uh, you know, working late at night after the kids go to bed. You know, one thing I, I've learned and uh, challenged myself is right to do, do at least one uncomfortable thing every day. And to me, that's, that's been running. Although I, I love running, but a lot of times in the morning, you're just not motivated to do it. And your brain is like, no, especially in the wintertime now, it's cooler. It's like, stay in bed. You're nice and warm. Exactly. Um, I'm cozy. <laughs> right. And you really got to get over that and get, get the discipline to just be like, all right, just get up, start moving slow. And that's getting back to the dynamic stretching. That's where that dynamic stretching kind of helps coming because you can slowly start moving around, even in bed, moving your legs around. And then, you know, get out, you know, down on, on the yoga mat, you know, put this mat on the floor, have a little more space, right, to do a little more of that work. One of the things that, uh, before we wrap up here, just to piggyback on that is, when you start doing body weight stuff, I think you realize, especially like with pull-ups, you engage your stomach, like everything. It's your whole body, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I swear by it too. Like, even a push-up though, like, when you're planking, right, you've got probably half your muscle groups. I mean, you've got everything from your tips of your toes to your head, like you have to do everything engaged, right? So think about, you know, when you work on your body and not necessarily just raw weights, you're really engaging a lot more of the things that you don't, when you're just raw weights, like when you, I mean, the pull up, I mean, so I took the challenge a little bit after, I don't know, episode two or three after we did this and I, we have a uh, park right down the street. And when the kids were playing, I did a couple of pull-ups. I could make it to four at a time. Good, good start. <laughs> but yep. I noticed that like after it's three, hard. Well, that, I mean, that center abs, I mean, you are just, right. you are solid as a rock. It was, it was powerful. Oh yeah. No, it's core. I mean, it, you feel it all the way down, even sometimes in my legs, you know, quads or something. And it's so easy to do anywhere, right? I mean, you can install one of the big pull-up bars, you know, on your wall, anchored into the studs. Um, mine, again, it, it's just the one that goes kind of over the doorway and, and kind of screws in, bolts in on the backside. And, uh, it works. It works fine. It works fine for me. But. All right, Jeff. Well, thank you for another great episode today. I hope you guys really enjoyed. And please don't forget to subscribe. Again, signing off from uh, Purely Awesome Dads. I'm Justin. And I'm Jeff. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.
Bye, guys.